We are back for the episode of Too Many Men. Zach Riley, John Gallietta, as he coughs into his elbow. Tyler dies and myself. We have our Sunday spreads to get to. We have Thursday Night Football, which was just trash to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Zach knows. But I want to get to uh, some of the awards being handed out in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. Um, Shohei Otani is the AL MVP, unanimous AL MVP. Yeah. You knew that was going. Makes sense. Now, I have a bone to pick with both the MVP picks. Why? Sh- Shohei's pretty... How the hell do you give the M- MVP to a team that missed the playoffs? <laughs> the Angels wow. missed it by and a decent... They, well, let's talk the Phillies. The Phillies yeah. had a losing record. They did have a losing yeah. record. But Bryce Harper did have a fucking stellar year this year. Oh, yeah, and it really mattered. It I didn't, but... Yeah, I mean... It's so tough. It's so tough. Like, take, like that, take the National Football League. You're never going to see an MVP on a team that misses the playoffs. Yeah, no. I feel it's like you could have given happen. it to Freeman, too. You, you seriously could have. Yeah. Who were the other candidates? Uh, I'd have to go. Because I know they usually narrow it down to three. I'm going to look it up right now. But I had a friend tell me who's a Phillies fan. He was calling for... Bryce for MVP since July, which was a hell of a call. I should have bet it when he said something. I, I didn't think I didn't think you could win an MVP unless you were doing what Shohei Otani was doing without making the playoffs. I just those two things usually don't add up. All right, so the top five was Harper, Soto, Tatis, Crawford, and Trey Turner. Okay. Um, based off of my argument, there's only two players who I could give it to. I think you'd also give it to Crawford. They I think the Crawford's out. the move. Yeah, that, I think that'd be the player I'd give it to. Trey Turner was only a Dodger for half a season. It, it says here Washington and the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, who who was the AL finalist? Uh. It's going to be hard to take it away from Shohei, but... Otani Guerrero... Didn't Vladdy win a triple crown this year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. How yeah. often do you win the triple crown and you're not, not named MVP. MVP? I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then Simeon, third, Judge, Correa, Ramirez, Perez. Okay, well, call me bias. But, you you know, yeah, Judge. Go Judge. I mean, Correa? Yeah, yeah. You had a good year. If you have to if if a, if a qualifier was your team had to make the playoffs. And Otani like really dropped off the face of the earth second half of the season. Granted, baseball is different. Baseball is different because a single individual effort usually won't translate to wins. But like, if you had a player that scored twenty five touchdowns in the NFL. Odds are that team is making the playoffs. Yeah. Like Bryce Harper could hit a hundred home runs. It does not mean you're going to win a hundred games. The reason I think I like feel like they gave it to Otani is because of uh, kind of off your point is that he could do it on both sides. Of the yeah. Field. It was, it he was, was doing it. Like, yeah. I mean, the only reason they had the record that they had was because Otani makes sense that I mean, Harper, they missed the playoffs. They sputtered down the stretch. Yeah. Because that AL East was wide open and 
in August and September. The final week, really. Yeah. Well, except for your Mets. They were basically out of it. But... Well, yeah, we were out of it, but, the, you know, it was a battle between Atlanta and Philly. I think it was within two to three games up until the Yeah, I, I don't know. I... Baseball is the only sport where single individual effort isn't going to directly translate to wins. Unless it's a starting pitcher. Even then, I, I show you Jacob deGrom. Yeah, I deserve and that. It doesn't always translate to wins. All right. Let's uh, also, I, I think Aaron Judge wasn't even a finalist for a gold glove. No, he wasn't. That's garbage. No, That's he was garbage. top three. Oh, no, he's top four. That's garbage. That's gar. Who are the AL gold gloves in the outfield? Gold gloves. Let's see. Because he had a stellar year in right field. I don't think he has a gold glove. I don't think so either. Um, he w- yeah, he wasn't a finalist. No. Looking at it now. You wanted left field, right? Or right field. Joey Gallo. Right field. field. It was Hunter Renfro, Kyle Tucker, and Joey Gallo. Yeah. Gallo won it. Yeah. That's obviously in the NL. Yeah, but, I mean, see, I'm looking at this stat, this tweet with a bunch of stats. I don't know what – Zach, look up what DRS is in baseball. What is DRS? It is players' entire defensive uh, performance by attempting to measure how many runs uh, a defender saved. Uh, defensive runs hurt. saved. Okay, so he saved 11 runs this year, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge saved 11 runs. That was first among right fielders. Really? Yes. All so these stats right are there could have made him a finalist. All, all these stats are based on his time in right field. So he saved 11 runs. That was first among right fielders. What is UZR? These are all weird stats that I just don't know. This is ultimate zone rating. Uh, A sabermetric statistic used to measure fielding. Okay, well, his UZR was 3.4. That was third among right fielders. Total zone runs, I don't even know what that means. No. Total zone runs, he he had 16. That was fifth among all outfielders. Assists, he had 10. That was eighth among right fielders. Runners prevented from pop from advancing is in the 120s. Wow. And he yeah, did that playing 200 fewer innings in right field than Joey Gallo did. Yeah, and he was on two teams. Like, I guess that doesn't matter, but. Like, Aaron Judge should have been at least a finalist for the gold glove. At least, yeah. It's garbage. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. There's no respect for him. And his defensive ability is, for his size, it's above Pretty average. Good. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they played him in center field this year. He's a big dude. Like The man's, move. what, was he 6'5", 6'6"? 6'5", I think. 
He played center field this season Makes in games sense. for the Yankees. You got to give credit where the credit's due. I mean, you're telling me he wasn't not even top three. Let's say top nine outfielder based on defensive play this season. Taking all three positions into account, three finalists, three position. Yeah. Garbage. He's six seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stupid. Stupid. Let's talk Thursday night football. Oh my god, no. This game was just oh my god, it was terrible. And yeah, Young Hui Ku missing kicks, and he never does that, it seems nope. like. But there's one play I keep circling back to, and I believe the Falcons were only down 10 at the time, and it was third and one in New England territory. Is that like the 20 or like the, the 18 or whatever? And Matt Ryan took a 14-yard sack, something that as a 10-plus-year veteran, you should not be doing in the national – that's a rookie thing. Mac Jones did that. Yeah. But – that leads to Young Hui Ku and a longer field goal kick, and then there's an illegal formation, so that backs up another five yards. So it would have been like a 36-yard chip shot. You lose 19 yards, and now he's kicking from 50-plus, and he misses it. And they don't get on the scoreboard. Now, I said it last night, and this seemed to get some like pushback, and I don't know why. Because, man, I think... I just think there's too much similar. Some team, I don't know who it is. I threw some teams last night, Denver, Minnesota, teams like that. Some team is going to look at Matt Ryan. See the success that Matthew Stafford had after leaving the Lions and going to the Rams and say, if we bring in Matt Ryan, we could have a similar effect on our ball club. I'm not saying uh, it would. I disagree strongly. I don't think anyone is conflating uh, Matt Ryan and uh, Matt Stafford. I don't think the two are being mixed up just because they haven't had similar careers. Stafford has yes, always Matt Ryan's like had very... more success. Yeah. 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 Well, he went to the Super Bowl, but his team has been more successful. He won an MVP. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like if you put Ryan. him behind any competent O line with a good, with a decent defense, he can, and at least two weapons, he would be able to work. He All is he a top is ten all time passer in yards and touchdowns. He's no slouch. That he needs. Yeah, I'd say he'd have better luck in Los Angeles than Stafford. Honestly, you think he'd do better? I think he'd do better. I think Stafford possesses more raw talent. I don't think Matt Ryan has it anymore, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of NFL teams that are chalking it up to the roster around him. Yeah. They took away his weapon of 10 years in Julio Jones when he was traded. You got Calvin Ridley on the NFL's uh, non-player injury list. He's not playing. There's a team out there that goes, we have the, you need a team that right now is hanging around a playoff spot. Like the Rams last year were seven and three the same record they are now under Jared Goff. You need a team that's going to hang around a playoff spot. That's why I threw out Minnesota. I had to throw out Denver where they feel like an upgrade at the quarterback position would put them over the hill, push them over the hump. 
I think if you throw Matt Ryan in Minnesota, he could do something. He can make the playoffs. I think uh, I'm not high on Kirk Cousins. The man's a 500 quarterback. He's had some very good teams around him, and he's still a 500 quarterback. Yeah. Different type of – I mean, Matt Stafford was under 500, but a lot of that's chalked up to look at Detroit. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota, he's had weapons between Stephon Diggs and um, Adam Thielen, Elon, Justin yeah. Jefferson. He's had weapons. He's had running he's, back. He's a 500 quarterback. He's had Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I mean, I'm not high on Kirk Cousins, but it, it feels like Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, there are limitations – to what you can call in the playbook. And I'm not saying Matt Ryan, there aren't limitations because there are the same way. There's some limitations with Matt Stafford. I think they're opening up a little too much for Stafford right now. And he's just trying to do too much on, on a single play. He saw it in the interception he threw Monday night, but there's a team out there that sees how the Matt Stafford situation is panning out and going. Matt Ryan is coming from a team where he's been neglected for the past couple of years. Like Matt Stafford was granted. Matt Stafford was his whole career. He hasn't found success in a couple of years. He has played at an MVP level in the past. Perhaps a different scenario, just a change of scenery, can help elevate his career, his level of play, to a Matt Stafford level that we've seen this year. Granted, I don't think that I – I personally don't think it would, but I guarantee you there's NFL teams thinking it. There no, has to be. I think it would, honestly. You think it would? I think it would. The thing I mean, with there's Matt- only, I mean, when you're in, in a, an environment like that, especially because they don't draft to help him at all. Like, look at him taking Pitts first round this year. Like, yes, he's good, but was he first round good? No, like, I mean, first overall, not overall, but what was he, second pick or fourth pick? Fourth, fourth pick, yeah. Yeah. It's like, funny, it's like, yeah, it's kind of funny to think that, like, that, you know, everyone was like, you know, giving the Bengals shit for taking Chase over Sewell, but. The Falcons taking pits over Sewell or getting any help on that offensive line. A quarterback. Yeah, that too. Should have moved on. Should have. But the, I mean, they just paid him, so I mean, that's they kind yeah, of. Yeah, but no, that there. doesn't matter. A salary cap's not real, and we say they just paid him. I had this contract up last night. He isn't out after this season. It's not like that matters at all. Yeah. And if you go into a rebuild, which is what trading Matt Ryan would do, who cares about the dead cap that you would get by trading him? You're rebuilding. You look at the where Atlanta is right now. The cream of the crop in the division is the Bucks, and they can't yeah. compete with that. Yeah, they need to make a change. They have to. <laughs> like, and they haven't been good since that Super Bowl. So they, they at this point, like it's it's time to just reconstruct what you're doing. Matt Ryan got paid in 18 prior to the 2018 season. Okay. So we can't say he just got paid. Yeah. He did. I, I could have sworn he just got an extension. That's my mistake. If that's not, I thought he did. I mean, Matt Stafford got paid in right before the 17 season. Yeah, and he left. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they restructured his contract earlier this year. That's all it was. There's yeah. definitely a team yeah. looking at it and saying, if we just upgraded our offense with Matt Ryan, he could be the thing that gets us to that Rams level. And I've been trying to think of teams. I think Minnesota is a great one, and Eric's not here, but he has defended Kirk Cousins to the ends of the earth. Yep. Kirk Cousins ain't it. If, if, if your desire is competing for a 
wild card spot, and Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. Sometimes you may get it, sometimes you, you're not. He's a good quarterback for that. He's five. He's a 500 quarterback. Team like that, Denver, who right now has Teddy Bridgewater, who doesn't stretch the field. Miami, Washington, Carolina. No, you got to be a team that's at least – you feel like you're right there. Houston doesn't. Yeah. Get the Texans out of there. It's true. I think Carolina's got to be out of there too just because of how many quarterbacks they're paying right now at this point. Like, well, also with how Cam Newton came onto the scene last week. This Carolina Cam did. Newton thing is a one-year thing. Think so? This comeback tour, this is the Cam Newton revenge tour. It doesn't go past the season. You, do you think if he plays well, does it buy him a starting spot somewhere else? Maybe Houston or Miami. It might. It might. But if Carolina looks and dedicates years to him, I think that's a mistake. Oh, 100%. Without drafting a, a backup, I think that's a mistake. Carolina could turn around and do the Mac Jones method next year, depending on where they fall in the draft and who's available. But. Yeah. Washington, Pittsburgh, teams like that. Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh is a great one. Yeah. Because you talk about an offense where you absolutely know what you're doing is limited by the play of your quarterback and his physical ability. Yeah. Yeah. Probably thrive there. You have Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, who's injured right now, but expected to be ready for next season. Receivers who can stretch the field. Matt Ryan is a deep ball thrower. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is not. He can barely throw 50 now. There's got to be a team. Yeah, there definitely is. The only thing with the Steelers is that that offensive line is just as bad as the Falcons, you know, and Matt Ryan gets – he's not like you. Like you said, he's not really – Yeah. Making the like veteran plays, you know, he's taking 14 yard sacks, you know, like we can't, we can't be doing that. That's why, if you're going to do that, you got to go out and get a lineman. You're not going to do it through the draft. He's going to trade high draft picks. But, you know, you go through free agency, you build it and, you know, roll the dice that way. Um, let's talk about the other side the New England Patriots, six and four now. I hate it. I bet you do. Yeah, John's probably rolling around in pain. Well, listen, you guys, are fans, you can't exactly tell me you're you're happy seeing the Patriots do good. You guys, don't you like have this like also kind of hatred? I'm really surprised though. Either. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised either. I figured, but I was also, you know, I can be annoyed. Like as much as you want, like I do think a lot of what the Patriots did was because of Tom Brady, but it's still Bill Belichick, and he's still going to yes. be able to coach a team and win games. And especially because a lot of their defense was out last year because of the COVID area uh, year, you know, like the team never really got. They work. lost like their whole defense last. Yeah, the, everybody opted out. Here's what here's what I'll say about Mac Jones. I'll give the kid credit where credit's due. He's playing great, but I mean, a lot of that is because Belichick's not asking him to do. He he's like a great. He's the greatest coach of all time. He he made a scheme that you know doesn't make Mac Jones do anything that he can't do. It's just perfectly suited to his talents. Well, you want to know what they also took a quarterback from a reputable, you know, college. That's not true. They took it from a reputable college, not a reputable quarterback school. But John, you want to see why I don't have the the hatred for the Patriots that you do? No, I know. I know. I know. Two of them them against that Patriots team. Yep. 
Listen, I guess it's more Brady for you guys, right? That you just, that you guys I love hate. Brady. <laughs> my my Brady hatred went when he left New yeah. England. Yeah, mine too. Oddly enough, me I realize now who I hate. The one I hate is Hoodie Man. I hate Belichick. Well, I have a love for Bill Belichick, dude, because he's he's just oh, a crazy he's a giant man. Yeah, he loves the New York Giants. We should. Bill Belichick it. loves the New York Giants organization. Wish he would coach. Same. Listen, I wish I loved anything as much as Bill Belichick hates the New York Jets. <laughs> well, who doesn't hate the Jets, really? No, but he he is a, vindic- a vindictive, spiteful man when he like <laughs> plays the Jets. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, I'll fucking. He's got to be four fifty on him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's in the division, man. You gotta you gotta teach lessons in the division. Yeah. The only way you could do what the Patriots did is by winning the division every year that they did. <laughs> exactly. First step is winning the division. It's it's like Belichick. It's like Michael Jordan said, you know, fuck them kids. That's what Belichick does whenever he plays the Jets. He doesn't care what rookie's under center. He'll still destroy their confidence. It must be so frustrating to I mean, watch the yeah. Jets watch the Jets go quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. And then the Patriots, albeit, have one fall to them. Yeah, they didn't. And bing bong, he's the savior. Well, now I know how the Vikings feel watching like Aaron Rod, like the Packers go from fucking, you know, like a Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know, like it's, it's just, you know, you got to kind of shrug your shoulders and be like, you know, well, well, fuck, what can you do? So you say that. You say that. But even as a Viking and a Vikings fan, you still had the four years where Brett Favre was the guy. You still had the years before that, or the year after that, where Case Keenum was the guy. You've never had that. We had that one year of Fitzpatrick, and then it came apart. Yeah, okay, that's the difference. That is the difference. The one year of Fitzpatrick was a year you missed the playoffs. Those two quarterbacks I just named each went to NFC Championship games. We were, we had a record of ten and six that year with Fitzpatrick. All right, the AFC was freaking crazy. When push came to shove, Ryan Fitzpatrick lost that game. Yep. Week yeah. seventeen was yeah. it in Buffalo? It yep. was in Buffalo. It yeah. Was. Listen, yeah, that's besides the Jets. They're pathetic. All right, I'm all the same. Oh, I understand that feeling watching like the team that you're like, okay, at least the bad man's gone now. And they get the new guy after one year of being bad. Like, you're kidding me. They had one year of Cam Newton who couldn't like, who couldn't throw anymore. They, and like the fans, they're all complaining being going seven and nine. They're all miserable. They're like, Oh my God, is this what it's like being bad? And now look at them now. It's fucking ugh, makes me sick. <laughs> it's a never ending cycle, John. What are you going to do? It's, it's New York sports, but for me, I'm used to this because, you know, I get it all on my teams. I get it with the Mets, I get it with the Knicks, I get it with the Jets. You know, it's about, about right. you know, it's the norm. I also got to look up uh, the stat. I also uh, hate that, um, you know, you Jets fans specifically are the one doing it. You're calling Mac Jones Mr. Checkdown. I mean, is that not what he is? He does not throw it deep, really. He when he, throw, when he does throw it deep, he just throws these fucking floaters that could easily. Well, be if we're going by average air per attempt, like air under the football per attempt, yeah, his is higher than Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Well, Mahomes you call them, them Mister Checkdown. 
I'm saying the Hobes suck this year. So oh, like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, does he suck this year? No, no. Listen. <laughs> I'll listen. Right. listen. I'm not I said Mac Jones, credit where credit's due. All I'm saying is that like I also rather have a quarterback that check the ball down. He it's throw like it deep. It's no he was drafted 15th overall. You know, he went to the best like it's not like he went to like a, a team that like was picking number two overall that had two wins. He went to a seven nine team that got all their players. I can almost guarantee overall. you if you throw Mac yeah, Jones in the Jets, you would have another win. <clears throat> I'd say you even have two more wins. Like which games though? We've been getting blown out by like that game against Carolina. Yep. There was well, another close one that I feel like you could have won. I mean, the Falcons score looks close. It's like twenty-seven to twenty, but that's that was a blowout for most of the game. That's that's like a misleading garbage time score game. Like that Colts game was. Well, yeah, but like ended that's... up being a fifteen-point game, and that game was n- not a fifteen-point game. No, no, not by you could have beaten the Colts forty-five to thirty. Well, yeah. Carolina came down to a two-point conversion, didn't it? Uh, yes. Did it really? Yeah, Nineteen fourteen. Two-point conversion would have made it. A three-point game. You played the yeah. Falcons. You only. But that that was seven. the that was the first quarter. That was the first half. Wilson couldn't do anything. Yeah, I guarantee you. You have Mac Jones. You beat the Falcons. I don't listen. No, I I really don't think it's Mac Jones. I think it's like the, the, I think the Jets are just terrible. Uh-huh. No matter who's underneath center, they'll just suck. No, like, I know. I'm just saying he'll still be better than what Wilson is right now. Either way. Well, no matter sure. if he was on the Patriots or the Jets, he would still be better than what was. You know, Mac Jones has more wins combined than all the other rookie quarterbacks this year. That's pretty dope. That's a that's a bat shit stat. Yeah. There are five rookie quarterbacks this year. There are six. Yeah, six. He has more wins than five of them. All the all the other five combined. That's crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. Next Tom Brady, next dynasty. Oh. I mean, I'm trying to like, so Fields has two. I know that because the Bears. Wait, no, actually, no, they only have Fields only has one, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. Davis Mills has zero. Wilson has the one against the Titans. Lawrence has two. I think they got five combined. That's terrible. No, but yeah, like, Max Jones, like, he actually looks like amazing. Like, he, he looks like he looks legit. And that's the thing. The Patriots, they're like they're a team that no one's gonna want to play in the playoffs. When you look at that defense and how they've been playing, JC Jackson, like you like, you know, they traded Gilmore, and I was wondering early in the year how they were gonna make up with that in the secondary. But JC Jackson's like taking the number one corner job and run with it. I mean, the Fox crew said it best. He came from a program at Alabama that was already a pro program. Yeah. And I said it about Trey Lance, the fact that he had taken snaps under center, whereas all the other quarterbacks were taking snaps out of the shotgun in college. But Mac Jones took snaps under center with Alabama. You know, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, when they got to the National Football League, snaps under center was a relatively new concept for them. It's nothing they really did at the high school level or the college level for that matter. It's just not a part of that game. Mac Jones, there, I, there were some single back sets, some I formation sets where they were just handing the ball off, running play action. It's a completely different animal. Also, Mac Jones has the ability to make checks at the line, something he was doing a lot last night against Atlanta. Yeah. The defense, they haven't let up 
They've let up more than 20 points like three times this season. Matthew um, Judon looking like the free agent signing of the year. Yeah, yeah. I, some three money they spent is up. very worth it. Other money they spent, I think I think Jonu Smith is the most useless tight end in football right now. I mean, I, I don't know because I don't really watch enough Patriot games because, I mean, why would I? But, I mean, I feel like he blocks a lot. That's probably like – Belichick probably loves that shit, you know? So that's yeah, probably but you're, not, you're, not paying a, you're not paying a tight end 12-5 to block. I mean, he had, he had a couple t- – he, like, he owned us. He owned the Jets when he played us. I mean, that, course, I mean. I mean that's probably – Belichick probably, you know, is, thinks that's worth the money right there. For $12.5 million. It's not, it's not popping for me, you know. Last night, he had two targets. That's not what you want. That's not what you want your twelve point five million dollar tight end to have. Last last couple of games from it was two targets, two targets, two targets, five targets in that game against the Jets. He had 52 yards receiving. That's his season high. What's the point of paying him all this money then? And then two targets, two targets, five targets, six targets, five targets, five targets. So his targets have gone down significantly since that 1917 loss to Tampa Bay. Where in one game or something? He went, he caught three balls. He only had 14 yards. But in the one, two, three, four, five, six games after that, he only had two, four, nine, fifteen targets wow. in six games. Sure. And then yeah, he's he getting paid twelve point five for that. Yeah, he said that two hundred ten yards, only one touchdown on the year. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's not that's not the numbers you want to be spending. Like, isn't he like I saw that you know because Dallas Goddard just got paid today. Yeah, he got top three ten in money. Isn't Smith himself? He's fifth, right? You said. Yeah. Yeah. Him so. and Hunter Henry got those contracts. Hunter Henry has played like a $12.5 million tight end. Oh, yeah. He's, he's been playing great. And Zach said, you know, his blocking, or who said his blocking? Well, Smith, Smith's blocking is what I'm. Yeah. Smith's blocking. You're not paying that money for blocking. No. I mean, the Patriots, their line's been playing, their offensive line's been playing great. You know, regardless, I wouldn't think you would want to use him as a blocker anyway. You know, like he's a weapon for your rookie quarterback. He's shown in the past he has hands. Yeah, he does. Great. He's only got fifteen hundred yards in his career, but his last couple years in Tennessee, he he was like a safety valve for Ryan Tannehill. He has hands. They just don't just Mac. I don't know if they didn't build a rapport with each other. I don't know what it is. It's it's interesting they gave him all that money and they're not using them like to that amount. Bill Belichick's a weird guy. I feel like the only tight end he, he really, really is. liked was Gronk. Uh, Gronk, like the and he kind of had to use him because he loved Tom Brady so much and Tom Brady. Well, I think he liked Aaron Hernandez too. Well. In his day. We all know what happened there. I, I think he liked Ryan. He's liked a lot of weird players. Ryan Izzo, one of those players. It just came down to, can could you have built a relationship with them, Brady, and now Mac Jones? Hmm. And John Smith just hasn't done it. 
which is interesting because you get paid all that money. <laughs> you kind of have to do it. Yeah, you should be forcing that. But make you know, make no mistake, the Patriots are a real force in the AFC. I don't think they can win the AFC East. Personally, it's, it's I just don't. Close. I feel I like it depends on happen. who they face. Uh, it, it, you know, I think if they played Kansas City first round, they could possibly beat KC if they're home. They wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, you never know. The thing with that, well, they'd have show? to win the division the or be the five or the four. No, you'd have to win the division. Yeah, yeah, and they're not winning the AFC East. Yeah, they're not winning. Yeah, they're not winning over the Bills. They could though. I mean, if they split the series, they're within a game of them. That's the thing. They haven't played them yet at all this year. I think the I think the Patriots are can definitely take at least one win. It's Belichick. I know it's Belichick, but at some point, you have to imagine Mac Jones is going to hit that rookie wall. There's going to be one game. Where he's gonna play like a rookie, you he's gotta imagine it's gonna happen. That's crazy. <laughs> he's two and four at home, five and zero oh on the road. And he really should be three and three at home. They should have yeah. won that game against Dallas. And they're five and one in the AFC, and they have draft picks. They haven't spent any of those. Yep. I do think Odell Beckham's gonna go there in the offseason. You don't think it's going to work out with the Rams? Well, I, I just think even if it does, it, if it works out and works out too well, Odell Beckham's value is too high, and then the Rams can't. I think Elder Beckham's value is too high right now that they won't be able to resign him. They can't afford him. And they do have a lot of names on that team that who knows if they are going to be able to resign every one of those people. I think Von Miller, I don't know if they'd be able to resign. And yeah, no. I think <laughs> if they had to choose between Beckham and Von, they'd choose Von. But I think if if they don't get Odell, they're going to draft and they don't have a number one wide receiver. Yeah. Mac Jones is doing this without any deep threat with Nelson Aguilar being his number one, leaning on Hunter Henry. It's, he's not <laughs> Mr. Checkdown. Yeah. Just give Mr. Checkdown a deep, deep threat. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. That's the thing that's scary about this team to me is like, I feel like, Mac Jones is so much better than Belichick thought he would be at this point. And like, you know, they don't, that's why, that's why they, he only got them the weapons that he has, you know, it's like a lot of safety valves, you know, they didn't, he didn't go all out and get him like a number one receiver, like an Odell type, like you said, but next year, if they can get like one of those guys, like, like you said, if they can get Odell and that's, that's what Mac Jones needs. And that's like, that make them actually a really scary team. All right. I got who they're going to draft. Weapon? Jameson Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Uh, more than likely. If he's there, they'll take him. And they'll probably go out and get a free agent wide receiver as well. Why not? Let's just take a look at the free agents in 2022. Because I know Odell's the headline. Chris Godwin. That would be a very good one. I know, I know he's that, on the tag this year. Allen Robinson's also going to be a free agent, too. He's that would be – he would be cheap based on the year he's had. He'd be at a discount. I'm thinking maybe they don't go as big a name 
uh, or maybe they go big name like Godwin or Robinson, and they snag like T.Y. Hilton. I don't know why, but I feel like DJ Chark is the free agent this year too. There's also a huge, huge, huge name after this season. Who? Like Adams. 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 Right. Oh shit! I think he's gonna be a Raider. He's got to be a Raider. Yeah, if they retain Carr, he's gonna be, or he'll follow Rogers wherever he goes. Yeah. That's a guy. If you're the Jets, man, I you need a you need a wide receiver one. There's there's a there's a good amount of them in free agency this year coming up. Cool. You can't rely on the draft on the on that. Elijah Moore could be a number one at some point. I just don't know. Might as well go out and get one that can be, and then have two number ones. Yeah, like Devontae, is- John Devonte Adams in a Jets jersey. Do that to himself though. They, they would well for the money they would have to give him. Yeah, they'd be backing up the Brinks truck. Yeah. He, would about it. he would like the whole wide receiver like contract market be completely reset with that. <laughs> Devonte Adams could just chase money and become. Because if he goes to a contender, it's going to be harder to make him the highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. And that's what he's going to be. He's the best wide receiver in football right now. Yeah. He's going to be the highest paid in NFL history. I mean, if they win it, if they win it this year at the Packers, then I could totally see him just taking that contract, going wherever. But at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, he wants that contract, but I think winning is probably on the front of his mind. You know, he's not going to just. Does he really see that Packers team with how dysfunctional it's been? Winning anything? I don't. I mean, they they look they they look complete though. Honestly, they've they've won in every way this year. They've had blowout wins. They've 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 had like one point wins. They've had yeah you know shutout wins. Their defense but, like, is looked impressive this year. But it doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. The narrative is always going to be there that yeah. come the third week of the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers can't. It do all it. falls apart. Aaron Rodgers hasn't done it in ten years. And that stupid not going for two last season uh, in the fourth kicking quarter. the field goal. Yeah, yeah. And again, yeah, go kick the field goal on fourth down. It's stupid. Taking it out of Aaron Rodgers' hands. Yep. Something I wouldn't even fathom. You think Belichick <laughs> would ever take it out of Brady's hands? No. That's different. Is it though? Mm. Not different. It's the same thing. Same so thing. Guy. It's different are- in the sense that Brady and Belichick had twenty something years together. Lafleur mm. and Rogers had one. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care about that. Like, you're coming into a team with a quarterback that you know what he is capable of, and you just decide to take it out of his hands. I think you, either I think, way you know it's Aaron Rodgers and you should give him the ball. I think Belichick would have kicked the field goal. Because there's not a situation where Bill Belichick does not trust his defense. Not yeah, a single true. situation. <laughs> not a single one. Yeah, I think you got a point there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you probably would say our defense is good enough. Let's just leave it at that. It may be a hard decision. Like for LaFleur, it seemed like it was an easy decision to kick the field goal. It's a harder decision for Belichick, but I could easily see him kicking the field goal. No. 
I mean, Packers defense, you know, has that reputation that they can't stop anything. Mm-hmm. The Patriots defense is not ever. Not under Belichick. No. And we're seeing it now, too. Also, real quick here before we get to our spreads, I want to talk about the head coaching situation in New England because it seems like the popular consensus is that when uh, Bill Belichick is done and he steps away from the game, that Josh McDaniels will be the head coach of the New England Patriots. I don't think that's the case. No. I think I think McDaniels is going to get tired of waiting. He'll leave. And I think Steve Belichick is going to be the next head coach of the New England Patriots. That would be awesome. How old is he? 30s. Imagine he's he just coaches. The, the rest, it's just going to be passed down the generation, the generation of Belichick. I believe he's the defensive backs coach. I think he's the D coordinator, I'm pretty sure, actually. He's the linebacker. He's the outside linebackers coach. Born in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, Bill was the defense coordinator for the Giants. Yeah. I'll find a second photo of Steve Belichick on Google. It's the one of him on, uh, in, that, in that game against Tampa, making that face in the sideline look he's mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd really I be mean, something if this job just keeps getting passed through Belichick's. He's been the defensive assistant, safeties coach, safe, safeties and secondaries coach, now the outside linebackers coach. Let's say Belichick wanted to step away from being the head coach and just retain general manager. He would name Steve Belichick the head coach. He would name his son the head coach. He totally would. Do you think the ownership would let him? I think the ownership chose him over Tom Brady. That they did. Uh, I don't. Do know I think that. ownership I would think let him? Tom is answered Brady by chose. Tom Brady currently wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey. Yep. I think Tom Brady chose to go to the Bucks more than the Patriots chose to move on from Tom Brady. No, that, but there were that relationship periods. was over once they traded Garoppolo. That whole Garoppolo situation, that's when Brady knew he was going to leave. I feel There like. were periods where the Patriots could have committed more to Tom Brady. Instead, they kept committing to the Belichick system. What are you talking? They traded Jimmy G when Belichick wanted to keep. I'm him. not talking about that. Zach said that. That doesn't make sense. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like Zach just brought up Jimmy G. If that was not Tom Brady saying, "Get this kid the fuck out of here," because he threatened him. Because I'll tell right? you this: if the Patriots really would have chose Tom Brady over Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick wouldn't be the head coach of the New England Patriots right now, and Tom Brady would still be there. That was choice in itself. I don't know. I think it was more just they offered Tom a contract. Tom said, no, I'd rather move on and find something else. He'd rather move on and find something else because of Bill Belichick. He was tired of playing for Bill Belichick. If they would have named Josh McDaniels the head coach, Josh McDaniels, who is Tom Brady's boy, if he's head coach, Brady's still there easily. Because McDaniels would have said, okay, what do you want to do? Belichick just had four, just had oversee of the whole personnel because he was the general manager and head coach. They chose Belichick over Brady. Yeah, I guess. Let's move to our spreads. Terrible week last week. I went 0 3. Uh, Tom went 1 2. Trish went 2 3. 
Zach went 0 3. Eric went 3 and 0. And then John went 0 3. It's been bad. Um, weeks. Yeah. So, everybody, let's pull up FanDuel. Take a look at the lines for this week. For week 11 of the National Football League. Here's what Tom has Tom has the Niners minus six and a half over the Jags. Oh, come on, Tom. What are you doing? What, 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 you don't like that? No, I don't like that. He's got the Packers minus one and Indy plus seven against Buffalo. Eric has the Packers minus one over Minnesota, the Dolphins minus three and a half against the Jets, and the Cowboys plus two and a half against KC. I have the Packers minus one against Minnesota. It's going to be a very popular pick this week, I know. I got the Cardinals minus one and a half against Seattle. It looks like it's trending towards Kyler Murray playing this weekend. And then I got the Ravens minus six against Chicago. Trish, what do you have? I have Green Bay minus one. I think that is just a great bet. Free money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why that line is so close. I think, you know. Because it's in Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers. We that, say yeah, this every week. And then it, it always long. loses. Every week Aaron Rodgers plays, it is a lock. Uh, yeah. That's Last that's, week, three and a half was I'm, free. That's the way I'm playing it. I'm going to do New Orleans plus two and a half. I don't know why they're dogs against Philly. In Philly. Yeah, but I think New Orleans is just a better team. Yeah, they've had Even their up and down this year. Philly yeah, but, smacked um, around Denver last week. Yeah. A team that smacked Dallas the week before. Which doesn't make any sense. Well, Denver's just a, a whole thing within itself. But New Orleans plus two and a half. Which, you know, who knows? Maybe that's the pick I'll regret later on. And then I'm going to take Miami minus three and a half against the Jets. Yeah, I just didn't trust the Dolphins enough to do it. I could see them winning by three. Three and a half. The kicker is what is killing me. Uh, Zach? I'm going to take the Lions plus 12 and a half. No Jared Goff. Are you sure? Oh, no. Oh, shit. Jared Goff. Tim Boyle. Looks like Tim Boyle is going to be getting the start there. Never mind. Um, I would definitely take the Cowboys plus two and a half. Is Dak starting? Dak starting. Yep. Okay. So give me the Cowboys plus their two dogs is that game is in KC. That's City. why they're dogs. Yeah. Um, is Kyler Murray starting? Trending towards yes. All right. Give me the Cardinals minus one and a half. And then also give me fuck, Ravens minus six and a half. John? All right. So right off the bat, I got Bengals minus one against the Raiders. I feel like that's a game nobody's you know, touched. Yeah, no one's touched that. Yeah, the Raiders, they've been slumping lately. I mean, they've lost yeah. two, two in a row. I mean, it's your time. typical Raiders mid year slump. They oh, yeah. usually last the rest of the season. It's yeah, but the like Bengals are on my list, so so no, you're not you're not picking that game. 
Wait, it's, no. it's just like them to start five and two, the Raiders also, and then go to five and five by week 10. So, yeah, that's, that's very Raiders. Yeah, so that's my first one. Then I'm doing the group consensus pick. Packers, Packers minus, minus one. Riding that. That seems like free money right there. Dude, it does. And, and then who's starting for the Texans? Who do we uh, Tyrod still, or it's, it's a yeah, no. it's Tyrod. It's Tyrod. I, even after that bad week I, last week. I'm I'm not gonna touch that. That's because I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, Carolina minus three. The only way it seemed like John was taking so Carolina minus three. The only way it seemed like John was taking anything in that Texans game was if I would have told him Deshaun Watson was starting instead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could take the Titans minus ten, but not now. Nah. Ten points is a lot. Yeah, no, I don't want to. Well, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Zachary, yeah, I'm so sorry for everything you go through. Now the first, the World Series is in your division. Now the MVP. Yep, can't catch a break. And then, did you see the, what Syndergaard said after uh, why he left? No. Well, he was like, I, with all the uncertainty that at the Mets organization, without having a coach or a GM, he's like, this was a make or break year, and I wasn't gambling it with them. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bums. <laughs> the bums in Queens. And and we gave him the qualifying offer and he didn't even respond. And then he went right to the Angels offer and just left. So well then you decline the qualifying offer. Don't you have to do that? Uh you have yeah, to make a probably decision declined on the qualifying it. offer. But like there there's usually like conversations after that with like, oh, I want this much. Like, nope, not nope. for you. He just went right to the Angels offer and left the next day. Awesome. Love to see it. Him and his stupid <laughs> book club. Did you see All right, so we'll have... Wait, sorry, did you see Syndergaard on Twitter with no regard for Francesa's life at all? Yeah, or... he, he no sure told he Mike Francesa that I didn't know you were still alive. No way. <laughs> well, Francesa said the Mets are better off without Syndergaard in case you haven't noticed. They've been without him for years. And then Syndergaard That's true. said, they damn, haven't. damn, didn't know you were still alive. Congrats. <laughs> Francesca could have clapped back and said, with how little you've been on the field, I didn't think you were alive either. <laughs> you could have. It could have just easy. That was easy. That was a layup. Yep. Uh, so next week, here's a rundown. We'll have an episode on Tuesday. We won't have an episode on Friday. We're going to be at Maryland versus Rutgers on Saturday. That game's at noon. Uh, Rutgers, if everything holds this week and Rutgers loses to Penn State and Maryland loses to Michigan, next week will be to decide who was bowl eligible between the Terrapins and the Scarlet Knights. Ooh. So it could be a monumental game. Rutgers in a bowl game? Oh. I'm so here for oh, that. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm. So, it's going to be a shitty bowl. No, but it's like a bowl. Your cheese it bowl. It's a bowl. It's a bowl. Hang a banner for the cheese it bowl. <laughs> but we will see you Tuesday for another episode of the 20 Men Sports Podcast.